1: They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans.
0: instant glam visit impressbeauty.com slash press on and use code press on 25 at checkout for 25 percent off impress manicure and press on falsies
2: we're all just ghosts waiting to happen welcome back to spirit box radio evening, faithful listeners. So, I've been thinking. There was that census of the forums a few months back which looked at how many of you listeners are alive and how many of you are dead, right? Which concluded that some of you are definitely alive. Which is good to know. And great news for you, obviously. But I think it also says something about the nature of the thing, doesn't it? Like, if Spirit Box Radio is an arcane artefact and the forums are a part of it, and some of you forums users out there are alive, well, that bodes well for the alive-or-not status of other parts of it, doesn't it? I mean, like, properly alive. Not the weird, not-quite-alive thing that Scourge and strife and Scarcity have going on. The accidental confluence of threads that is living things in consciousness. Hmm. I guess if you look at it like that, then everything that's alive is an arcane artifact, kind of. But... No, that's... No. That can't be Right. Well, something to think about anyway. I hope things have been all right with all of you in the last week. It's been nice to have some sun in the evenings. I find it increasingly difficult to get out of bed before two in the afternoon, so I've been missing out on a lot of daylight. Sometimes Oliver opens the curtains when he comes up from the shop for food at 10 or 11. The window is right over the bed, so the sun falls right on my face. Not a terrible way to be woken up, really. Especially if he brings coffee and sits up there with me for a bit. Well, anyway... Faithful listener Agate, whose birthday got ruined a few weeks ago by the malfunctioning spirit box services, has written into the show this week asking me to do a tarot reading. I don't usually do these anymore as I've found the cards can be um, uncooperative when it's me that's drawing them. But I did a couple of practice spreads earlier tonight and it all seemed to go pretty okay then so I thought why the hell not? This is the enlightenment segment but it's still about community and this feels like a small amount to give in return to someone who spent so much time on the forums helping me answer things so Agate wants to know whether or not they're going to get a job they recently applied for. So I'm going to knock the deck six times and blow on it. Then I'll shuffle them. So it's three times cleansed. How about that, right? (laughs) So I'll do a three card past, present and future spread for this because it's a bit more in-depth than a yes or no, but I always get a bit lost with anything more complicated. So let's see where we get. In the past position... 9 of Wands This is saying you've been hurt a lot in the past but didn't give up in spite of that and you spent a lot of time working hard. All that effort has paid off but it's left you bruised and battered. I think the relevance here is about you working to rebuild yourself. Is the job you applied for something that will be a pretty significant step in the right direction for you? Let's see what we get in the present. Ah, the Two of Swords. An interesting card for this slot. Also super relevant because it's all about decision making. Each sword is a different fork in the path, whichever option you take is going to be very important for you. This might be about whether or not you choose to take the job or not. It's possible there's something about denial with this card too. Are there factors you're deliberately overlooking here? If there are, you might want to try and tackle them head on now, or you're going to have to deal with them later. Without more context, it's hard to know what the denial is relating to, though. but we can circle back to it. So for the future, I've drawn the Knight of Cups, which is very encouraging. This is about positive change and moving in the right direction. Given the rest of the spread so far, I'd say this indicates that you're likely to be the one holding the cards, pardon the pun, which means that it's likely you're going to get the job offer and it'll come down to you having to decide whether or not you take it. Given this card's strong positive vibes, I reckon really whatever choice you make is going to be the right one. Just make sure you're not holding on to like any self-limiting beliefs or anything when you make this call, and be sure not to write off any possibilities because of them. The conclusion I draw here, Agate, is that you're probably going to get offered the job and it's going to take you looking into yourself to know whether or not it's the right call for you to take it. I hope that helps. (sighs) Tarot is so fun when it doesn't start throwing up six Death cards in a row, even though there's only one in the deck. I've always wanted to learn how to do it properly. I'd heard Janet the Tarot Witch read for so many people on the show before when I'd tuned in on that little radio Anna and Kitty got for me. Gods, I haven't thought about that little radio in so long. I wonder what happened to it. Burned up with everything else in that house, I suppose. That's two places I've lived that have been completely destroyed. Three if you count Kitty's shed. Though that wasn't destroyed exactly. I just blew out all the windows. It's a wonder Oliver lets me live here at all, considering. (laughs) Kitty did get the windows replaced in the end, by the way. God's know where she found the money for it, like. Maybe Anna lent it to her. Doesn't feel super likely, given... You know. Maybe it happened before she found out what I'd done. I just don't get why she's so mad at Kitty about it. Kitty didn't pick this, did she? It's my fault. But it's whatever. Arlo called again the other day. I think I do like them, you know. It's quite hard to pass it all sometimes. They've been involved in, you know, stuff. But I have too, haven't I? But yeah, I like them. And Anna seems to too, which is good. Arlo's still staying at Anna's place. Ugh, it's stupid. I miss popping around for tea. I'd only just got into the habit of it, you know? I don't know many places. I don't really have any friends. I just, I see Anna and Kitty and I do this. There's Indy, I guess. Beth. Beth's a friend. And Tidier, I suppose, though she doesn't like me very much. And the recording machine. Does semi-sentient objects count as friends? I could always turn it on and ask it, but she gets mad if I do that on air without asking first and she's still not forgiving me for forgetting to switch her off the other week, so it's not worth pressing it now. Even if we were friends before, I doubt we still would be after that. Arlo is becoming a friend, I guess, and Indy is closer with Kitty, and Rytidio is my mum's... God's, you know, I don't even know, actually. Girlfriend? Lover? Concubine? I don't know. I haven't actually asked. don't see much of her, really. Except when she turns up to throw mud at things or complain at Oliver about the state of his plants. She can't seem to get it into her head that he likes the whole they're dead thing. It's part of the romance for him, which, dating me, figures. <laughs> oh, I hate myself for saying that. Maybe I should shower. Uh, anyway, I have Beth, but even she's a ghost i I'm mysteriously imprisoned or whatever. And now she spends so much time basically moderating the forums along with Mystery and Emily, which makes us... colleagues? I don't even know. They're sort of my online assistants, I guess. Gods. I... You know, I never... All this time, and I didn't even think about... the loyal assistants. They were... They were here. They were here. Well, not here, but at the studio at the other house. Janet, Astrid and Salim. They all worked with Madame Marie. And they disappeared when she disappeared. And she was dead, so... Are they... Are they dead? Wait, I... <sighs> right. The Empress in reverse. Yeah. Yes, they're dead. I know. I don't know what I was expecting either. I never thought of it like that. Like the loyal assistants were sort of like her major arcana. They certainly didn't seem to like her very much, but they kept showing up anyway, didn't they? (coughs) Hang on. In the true arcanist deck, there's... Hmm. There are the major arcana and the gilded cards, which represent the... What? Super arcana? (coughs) Sure. The arcane itself, then. Six suits. Witches, rain, wind, fire, ghosts, and arcane objects. Astra's the janitor. I always called her that because she was always cleaning stuff, remember? You could hear in the background on the show, she was always polishing and dusting stuff off. She was an expert crystal diviner. I think that must have been what Madame Marie called her to the show for, right? Because of the crystal ball she'd had passed down to her from her grandmother, the one that was in the studio for all those years. The one that shows the past. Em's past. My past. Whatever. And Salim, the weather guy. Two of the suits are about the weather. Rain and wind. They never talked about the true Arcanist deck at all. Not once, because you're not supposed to, are you? It's the most Arcanist of Arcanist tools. They're for categorization, they're for organisation, and at the same time, they're each individual specific to the maker, and they grow and change in size and usefulness depending on who's using them. Salim was interested in patterns and omens. That was why he was so good at the augury forecasts, you know, because he had a good eye for making those kinds of connections, but it wasn't just augury looking at birds that they were good at. He could use the weather for predictions and stuff too. That was his main focus. He'd stand in the garden watching the clouds. I'd seen him out there from the window on the landing, watching the sky. They'd come in and talk about the quality of the drizzle and the breeze and rain and wind, you see. Janet, the tarot witch, though. They did so many tarot readings with Madame Marie, but they were into arcane objects as much as Astrid was. It's not about the deck. It can't be about the deck. They're not minor arcana any more than any other arcanist. (coughs) You're right. Maybe I should look for them in the arcane. There are threads that connected us. There have to be. Even if it's nothing direct, I can go via M or Kitty. She worked with them loads too. Okay, let's see. I just need to focus for a moment. <sighs> Perfect. Okay, here we are. Here's me. This horrifying halo of knots around a gaping void. Love that, no need to concentrate on that. Let's see. Hmm. Maybe I'll picture a memory. Yeah, I'll do that. Think, something. Oh, the time they were all in the kitchen after the show. Em was upset about something, but when I walked into the room, they all went so quiet, I never found out what. They all looked at me. All of them but M. And then Astrid offered to make me a cup of tea, too. I found them. Here. I just follow the strand and... <laughs> Stop! Revel, help me! Stop! Stop! Mm. Thank you, thank you. Mm. That was... It was intense. Most threads, they gently fray, this slow coming apart, each strand reconnecting with other things, slowly getting bound into new, different threads. But that was... The threads separated, but it didn't come apart entirely. The strands twisted around each other, the space between them wider and wider, but not reconnecting, not joining up with the fabric of everything like they should. Not segueing into something vaguer and more shimmery than the ghost threads. They were taken apart. Their pieces pared down, but never allowed to reassimilate. Never touching. No connections, just... Just spiralling on and on into nothingness as far as I could see. A huge, vast nothing that reached on and on. No end in sight. Nothing. The only time I've ever seen anything like that before was when I was trying to seance with them. That's right. The man in the flat cap consumes people who've made a deal with him but who haven't made the cut as Major Arcana. I wonder how he makes that call. It can't be about affection, it has to be something else. <coughs> Do Indian Oliver come across as easily manipulated to you? <coughs> I suppose it can happen to anyone. But it doesn't explain how he makes the choice, does it? Ha. <coughs> huh. Yeah. I guess they do kind of self-select. Like people with scam emails. The people who won't accept a deal will get filtered out by the terms of even attempting to make a deal. You need to have already surrendered to it by the time he comes or you won't find him. Seek but don't search. So the Major Arcana, they self-select too? I suppose the Sins did choose to come over to me. And Oliver too, but Kitty? Yeah. Yeah. I know you and the other cats came voluntarily, but... Okay, okay. I'm his heir. Why wouldn't it be a fair comparison to look at each of our major arcana? Sure, but you started it. You were the one who pointed out the sins came over to me voluntarily. Yeah, there should be some evidence of whatever kind of deal they might have had along the threads. I... I should look again. Revel... Stay with me. Thanks. Okay... So, um, let's take it back. Don't look into the void, step back from the edge. Yeah, okay, yeah, right. We go back, back, here. So many little threads connecting them to so many things. More of them to me than I'd have thought, but you see how they loop around here, around Madame Marie's thread? They're not knotted, they're just sort of looped around and then over to me and then off again. Interesting. So they're connected to Madame Marie because of me, or to me through her, I can't tell. Here, with the thread to meet M's line, they sort of, they twist up. And into a knot. Yeah. That's the man in the flat cap's deal with her, all right. So they're here, but only because of M's deal. Hang on, if the power M had was only ever mine, then... Maybe that's what the threads connecting them to me are. M using magic that was never hers to begin with. Yeah, yeah, wait, you can see where the threads cross. It all comes from the rose knot of her deal, you see? And then back to me, to mine. Here's Anna and Kitty. Do you see how they leave her differently than I do? The deal. Wait a second. What's Kitty doing right now? She was with Indy, but she was making a decision. Indy's gone. She told Indy to leave. Kitty sent them away. The witches in Salem. Kitty's letting them go. No. No, they can't. Not after what they did, no.
0: Kitty. Sam, what
2: are you- What the hell are you doing? Letting them walk away like this? I told you and Indy to deal with them. I know, that's why I- Indy promised me they'd get what they deserved. Not without you. What do you you want me to do, walk away? Pretend it didn't happen? They made something, Kitty, something which could think and feel and was born into the world just to suffer and die. It felt nothing but their rage and their fear. And I know, I know how this sounds. But I can't let them do that. I can't just let them do that and get away from it. Don't you understand?
0: They have no idea what they've done Of course and- they don't. They're just idiots playing God. They had no idea what they were doing. It was hurting. It was afraid and so angry. You can let them go without letting them do this again.
2: They don't deserve that.
0: Sam- For the love of the gods.
2: No. All my life, all I've done is sit around and wait for bad things to find me, and I can't do it anymore. No, I just can't. I'm sorry. Sam. Indy. What do you want, heir apparent? Make sure those witches get what they deserved, like you promised me they would.
0: Indy, you don't have to do what he says.
2: Get it? Actually, he does. Make it so they can never do what they did again. I don't care how. As you wish.
0: Indy, you're not his attack dog. Sam, what's got into you? I... I don't know. Shit.
2: I... I should... I need need to go. Don't kill them. Just... I... Sorry. Do what you want.
0: Alright. Sam! uh... What I? What did I...? You do not just get to walk out like that, no way!
2: Please, just leave me alone!
0: Sam, you know I'd do anything to help you, right? So what is going on? It's fine, Kitty. It's clearly not. You were ready to kill those people.
2: I wasn't. Also, pretty rich of you to come in here and yell at me about this. Where have you been? What
0: have you been doing? You know where I've been. I've been looking for- But why?
2: Every time something big happens, you miraculously have some excuse not to be here. Every time. That's not fair. Everyone's talking about being there for me, or don't be rash and think it through. But none of you, not a single one of you, has the faintest idea of what any of this is like. The burden of it all. Knowing you are made to destroy. It's not just a part of what you are, but at the heart of it, at your core. You don't know what any of that is like.
0: You're not considering it, are you? Kitty, are you seriously asking me if
2: I'm thinking about possibly ending the world? Yes. (sighs) Well, I'm not. I'm just... I'm the end. I need to be able to view it in a way that doesn't make me feel like the spawn of Satan.
0: Tough cool. considering you are, essentially, the spawn of Satan. Oh,
2: come off it. He's not literally the devil, is he?
0: Oh, I didn't mean the man in the fat cup.
2: Huh. Oh, dear old M. Um,
0: You're different, you know? I try. You don't need to. It's in your bones. Your real human bones, which you have, because I've heard them break. Kitty. I've known you your whole life, which is more than you can say about it. I know what your core is, and it's not bad. I'm sorry, I've not been here. I've just needed space.
2: I know, I. I'm sorry, I. You could always just pop in, you know? It's not like you have any travel expenses.
0: Yeah, one benefit of being involuntarily forced back to life is that you appear to have installed fast travel. Fast travel? Godson, you got pissy with me for wondering whether you'd heard of the Salem witch trials.
2: Again, Kitty, I have very little pop culture knowledge, but I am literally a being of the arcane and also spent the first years of what I remember of my life obsessively researching anything I could about arcanism and witchcraft. As little as that was.
0: Yeah, I know, I know. I suppose I could stand to pop around for tea occasionally, if you insist.
2: That would be nice. And weirdly, I'm starting to miss Indy.
0: Oh, they'll love that.
2: Gods, don't tell her.
0: All right. Deal. I won't tell my partner you're pining for their company and you'll stop moping about your dad.
2: I didn't agree to that.
0: Oh, being held to the terms of a deal you didn't consent to. I wonder what that's like.
2: Ouch. (laughs) Kitty, low blow. I just wanted to bring you back from the dead. I didn't know it would make you into an undead weirdo instead of just a regular weirdo.
0: Relax, I'm just messing with you.
2: If it's too soon to joke about the Salem Witch Trials, it's too soon to joke about that.
0: Fair point. Well, I'm off. You've got a show to sign off.
2: Yeah, I suppose I do. See you later. Bye, Kitty. (laughs) I don't want to talk about it. Thanks, Revel. I love you, too. No, don't get all of it. I just want to sit here and think for a bit, I think. You can stay if you want. It's funny, isn't it? I know so much more now than I ever have about arcanism and the arcane, but when it comes to these things where I have to actually go and make decisions, it it doesn't help. It's like, I know so much, I have so much information, but in the moment I just, just kept so, so, it just all feels like so much. I'm just one guy, you know? I know, I know. I know I have you and all the others in the forums, but it's my call, isn't it? And today I almost chose wrong. It's that easy. So easy. It felt right in the moment, but... It was definitely wrong. All right. I'm gonna go for a walk, I think, and try to like, process all of this. Thanks for being with me, everyone you two faithful listeners good night Spirit Box Radio is a Hanging Soul Studios podcast written, directed, edited, and produced by Ara Major. This episode starred Jesse Jeffrey as Kitty, Becca Barton as Indy, Assorted Cats as Revel, plus Aira Major as Sam Enfield. With special thanks to our crowdfunding co-producer, Bryn E. Albert. If you enjoy the show and want early access and bonus content, you can help us by supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Hanging Soul Studios. Spirit Box Radio is recorded in front of a dead studio audience.
1: Tune in, get spooky. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.